Hello, MUHSDs. Uh, I wanted to give you a personal update on where we are with graduation and going forward in general. Um, as you, you know, recognize this voice, right? From episode two, this is Mr. Peterson, MUHSD's superintendent. And this is COVID-18, a podcast that explores high school seniors' experiences during the pandemic. On May 13th, parents and students from all over the district watched on their devices, anticipating the answer the school board meeting via Zoom would hold, a decision on graduation. As far as we had known up until this point, a survey was sent out, and that was it. As the months progressed into May, quarantine began to become more of a normality but the decision on graduation did not. If we recall back to episode two, Superintendent Peterson claimed schools would begin sending out a survey for seniors to allow them to decide what type of alternative graduation options they would like. After some time, an email arrived in my inbox with the survey. The survey was sent out on a Wednesday with an initial deadline of the following Friday. The survey gave three options with pros and cons. A virtual graduation in June, a graduation in June with small groups at a time, or a holdout for a regular ceremony in July. Being realistic, I chose the virtual graduation for my first, followed with my favorite option of a holdout, and finally, a small group. Other seniors had varying opinions, but the majority disagreed with me, voting the virtual graduation as their least favorite option and falling somewhere in between for the other two. But while many had taken the survey, some didn't even know about it, or more importantly, its due date. Aliyah Moreno, who talked a few weeks back about the atmosphere of Merced, didn't get to it in time. Um, I meant to fill it out. I even looked at it. I glanced at it. And I didn't know there was like a due or like a time that we had to show up, submit it. So I missed the deadline. But when I was filling it out, it's because I was kind of stressed. Like I was like, what if I put this and then I changed my mind? So I was kind of like overthinking. And I wanted to talk to my family about it because I know it's my graduation, but it's not just about me. So the survey closed. And at the school board meeting, it was the primary source of data the board used to decide what next steps to take. Aaron Hamm, one board member, explained the turnout of the board meeting. We had a board meeting, and I think there were over 90 people participating, viewing the board meeting, despite the fact that it was virtual and online um, via Zoom. We had, I'm not sure how many people email comments in, but obviously this is a very passionate issue for seniors and their families. And um, of course my heart aches for all of our seniors and not just graduation, but everything that they've lost. Ms. Ham explained that the use of the survey and the meeting led the board to a few different options. But ultimately they would write a detailed description to the public health department and hope for the best. About a week after my interview with Ms. Ham, I received another email in my inbox from Mr. Shaw, 
El Capitan's principal, detailing the options graduates would have. A graduation on June 4th in our cars, with the parade-like style of staff on the sidelines. We would walk a, quote, stage when our name was called, and we would also be allowed to attend another graduation if one was approved in August, little to no social distancing guidelines. I was chosen to give the valedictorian speech for my school. A day after that, I received some information on how I would be doing it through a recording. That night, I hit a familiar low. I would much rather give the speech multiple times to all of the classes than have them look at a video of me giving the speech, knowing that I'm just looking at a camera lens, I'm not looking at them. I felt like that was going to be my last goodbye to so many people, to everyone. No, I can't do that. I'm just not ready. I'm not ready to move on. (laughs) Beyond the graduation ceremony, many seniors had to prepare for the next stage of life. A lot of them were preparing for college. AP testing was a huge chance to earn some credit and feel more prepared for a rigorous form of education. Rolando Guillen, a senior who spoke last week about his thoughts on big corporations and their carbon emissions, had planned to take three exams. Calculus, studio art, and Spanish. But his experience with the new form of testing was not positive. For AP Calculus, Rolando shared his lack of time and even turning in his unfinished product. When, when it comes to calculus, the only way you could turn it in is by picture, right? And keep in mind, I only have five minutes to do this. So I wrote everything down in my notebook. I took a picture of it through my phone because it's weird if you do it on like through your laptop camera. Yeah. So I took a picture of it through my phone. Then from my phone, I exported it. Well, I emailed it to me. You could also put it on your Google Drive. And then from there, now it's on your Gmail. And from your Gmail, it's supposed to be on the website or the the test, right? It's supposed to export from your drive to the test, but sometimes it didn't do that. So I had to redo that like three times. And some people didn't even have the time. Like I had like 10 seconds left and I managed to pull it off twice. Yeah, and if you don't turn it in, they don't give you anything. They don't give you the points. But after AP exams, there was still the preparation of college. Genesis Urell, attending Claremont McKenna in the fall, received gifts in the mail and lots of online opportunities to meet staff and other incoming freshmen. However, Angelina Jerome, who spoke a couple weeks back about her load of classwork, went from planning to attend Stanislaus to changing to UC Merced to enrolling at the local JC. All because of the disruptions both the colleges and the pandemic had made. I went from having a set plan, like I even 
had like an apartment picked out in Turlock ready to go. I had, I was talking to people about furniture, cars, like I had everything set and ready to go with jobs and everything. Now everything literally just went straight down the drain and I am back at square one. Like I don't know what I'm doing now. Another senior, Evren Ayik, who spoke a couple weeks back about the security of AP testing, was planning on going to Fresno State. But the CSUs chose to shut down their campuses for the fall semester and switch to online, which meant a loss of the college experience and the thousands of dollars they may potentially still have to pay in tuition. And not only that, but there are the hurdles of online school as well. I personally don't like online learning because I, I like to be in the classroom, like a classroom setting and the teacher there. This quarantine was seeming to drag on for the unforeseeable future, even dabbling into graduation and college experiences. We finally had gotten a bit more information, but dealing with that information was hard, especially with other stressors that come with living at home. Join me next Friday as we dive into what the toll a family has had on our graduates for Mother's Day and what health-related decisions they have been and maybe should be making during this unprecedented time. Remember to listen to previous episodes for more information on the seniors introduced again in today's episode. This is a production of We Said Youth Media and Youth Leadership Institute. I'm your creator, producer, and host, Rachel Livenall.